0: On today's episode, we are talking about the fact that the ball is in your court. If you are struggling right now with achieving your goals, we're asking you some tough questions today and making you analyze things a little bit further because only you can solve your problems.
1: Live your life
0: within the moment, moment, and don't go wait until the morning, morning. you never know when it is over, oh.
1: It's Friday, and you know what that means. Tough love. Time for some Friday fire. Time for some tough love. So funny thing, Nick, um, when you sent me the email last night, so Liz forwards me, Liz has like the Buzzsprout account, so she forwards me like number of downloads and stuff. And our, we reached another new high this past week. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Please rate, review, subscribe. That helps us grow. Um, but he was like, doesn't that like give you anxiety that that many people are listening to you? <laughs> It's like, no, not really. But they all know a lot about you.
0: (laughs) And he was like, I'm going to sue you. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You have to have like a contract in place instead of a prenup. Like um, I know one of those uh, contracts that would say like, you know, things you can't disclosures. Yeah. 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 Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. You know, it is interesting to like really think about the amount of people. So we're at like just over like 30,000 downloads kind of on average. um, I think for about 30 days. 32, 35 right now. Um, because we've continued to grow. Uh and so like mentally like thinking about that, it's like, mm-hmm. wow, like that's that's a lot. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. I mean, again, we do three shows a week. So yeah. obviously it could be a lot of the same listeners, but maybe you're a listener who needs to pay your dues. Yeah. And therefore, that means you need to copy this episode or any of your favorite episodes and send it to a friend and be like, hey, I love listening to be- like and... Oh my God, I can't say our <laughs> Becca. names. Licka. Becca and Liz. Um, and I thought you would enjoy this episode. It really resonated with me. I hope it helps you. Something along those lines. You don't have to like shove it in their face and be like, yo, you need some help. <laughs> you can just say, these are some things that I found helpful. Um, I love getting the messages on Instagram because... Me too. Um, it You know, it helps us keep going. Like I would be totally transparent. Today is a day that we would not... We would rather be doing other things. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of projects we would like to work on, some of the things that we'd like to get done, but we're here. We're showing up for you guys. Yeah. Uh, and so not every just, day do we want to talk on the mic constantly for multiple hours. I haven't even touched my social media in the last twenty four hours. I just needed a little bit of a break. I saw mm-hmm. that movie last night, and I'm just like mentally in a different place today. Yeah. So um, I hopefully by the time this airs, you and Nick will have had to, a chance to see it. But we saw the Sound of Freedom last night. Every person, I would be happy to pay for people to go see it if you can't afford it. There's also free tickets out there. Um, man, it is. It's gut-wrenching. It's powerful. It's, it needs
1: to have more awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like they talked about on the podcast that we listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, the owner of Lion's Not Sheep uh, sat. what. Sean. Sean Whalen. Mm-hmm. Um, he works within, you know, missions that help go and rescue children. And I think the biggest thing that he talks about is like, people don't want to talk about it because it's really disgusting and vile what people do in this world to children.
0: Well, and that's what I was just saying. Like, there's really no words. Like, after that movie, it's like, un- I just said to Art, our- it's unfathomable to me how someone could be so evil. Yeah. Like it is just the depths of evil in this world. And I think Sean said this on his podcast. You just can't even comprehend it. You can't. Because I think we live in our oh, yeah. bubble. We have, it's so funny. So I've been watching some of these people um, on Instagram. Oh, I'm totally blanking on his name, but we're, I was, it started by listening to Andy for the other day. And he was talking about how he doesn't, Here comes your explicit part of the episode. He doesn't fuck with people anymore. And I was like, you know what? I feel like I don't either. I don't. I I rarely do. Very small circle. I like meeting new people, but I'm also like in a place, and I think you are too, where I'm skeptical. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I just just, like, I don't need noise in my
1: life. mm -hmm. Um, And I know that sounds really bad, but to be totally honest, I'm much happier when I'm with my family, my children, you guys, um, and and doing what I like doing, mm-hmm. which is, you know, yeah. exercising, studying, helping people. Like I I don't need the other fluff. I just don't. I
0: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And it's it's one of those things where I think just as you grow and evolve, but also as the world has continued to shift and take directions uh for the worse you know, I was saying to Becca just on this topic of sound of freedom. We went out to, um, like it was a food truck fest, but also July 4th fest. We were there cause we were like, Oh, maybe we'll see the fireworks with some of our friends. There's playgrounds. And it was so busy that I was like, we have to get out of here right now. I cannot keep eyes on Marcus mm-hmm. and I would freak out. I don't even know what rage or how I would act if that something happened to my child. No. Right. Um, and it's so funny. It starts like, well, how would you rage? And I was like, I don't know, but I would just be really like <laughs> beside myself. You know what I mean? um, and, you know, that just makes me, like, more fired up to um, continue taking, like, shooting lessons yeah. and courses and, like, how do you protect yourself? How do you, you Be know? physically capable. Yeah. That's something that I am very grateful
1: for, and I think I'm sure you are, too, that, like, our husbands are very physically capable. Weaponize um, your
0: body is what Sean said. Weaponize your body.
1: Yep. Be and fit, be healthy, be capable, be strong. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know... I'm proud of my muscles and what mm. I can do with my body. And I feel like it keeps people from fucking with me.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I've taken a couple of women's defense courses and they talk a lot about, um, like for example, where we walk, uh, around here, it's like always being cautious. Um, you know, because that is where people are most commonly attacked, you know? And so it's like, you don't want to think about that. Cause it's like, Oh, this is a pretty safe area. But at the end of the day, that's also anyways, you just, you gotta check your six and you gotta know who's in your corner. And Just don't fuck with people. You know what I mean? Like you just stay safe by by trying not to do that. But Brian Navavis, is who I was watching the other day on social media. Because somebody just, he said, asked me a question or something. He just, somebody wrote people. And he's like, what about people? It's like, in general, I don't fuck with people. You know, he's like, (laughs) I have a lot of people in my corner, but those are the people that are building me up, Mm -hmm. that I know have my back. I have their back. Just have a a tight knit circle. And, you know, one of the, I think I've mentioned this before a long, long time ago. One of the books that I read that I think, is really good for everyone to read. If you are a yes person, if you care about what other people think, it's called life-changing magic of not giving a fuck. And Sarah McKnight, I believe is her name, but she writes these books. She has like, tidy up, get your shit together. She got all kinds of um, other ones, but they're easy reads and they really make you think about all the little things that we may as moms or wives, um, you know, just maybe type A personalities care about, right? Like, you know, you want to do things to the nines when you do it, but sometimes you spread yourself so thin that then you start to feel like, okay, I don't have any time for myself. I'm on the back burner, Mm -hmm. right? And that's going to segue here perfectly into what we're going to talk about today because only you can solve this problem. If you don't feel like you have time for yourself to take care of yourself, you don't feel like you have, you know, the energy to play with your kids after school or go to the grocery store and make some home cooked meals or heck watch a YouTube video on how to make some home cooked meals because you've never really learned how to cook because you've always put your energy into everybody before you work comes first, cleaning the house comes first, and we're just going to eat convenience things or order in or dine out or whatever, right? So if you are finding yourself in this place where you just don't air quote have time, only you can solve your problem. And it comes down to planning and prioritizing and essentially looking at your schedule and making it a priority that you are going to do things for you first and that you are going to stop saying yes to everything else. And I would even take this as far as like, look at the past 30 days and ask yourself of all the things that you said yes to, how many of those things did you really enjoy doing? Because you know, when you say yes to something, that you're like, oh, I don't really want to do that. But yeah, okay, I'll be there. You know, like you feel obligated to go. Hey guys, you can respectfully decline baby shower invitations, bridal shower invitations, birthday parties. Like you can, you don't have to do it all. Like we respectfully decline um, a birthday party for a kid at my son's school. I don't know the parents, I don't know this kid. We had a family birthday party. That obviously trumps it. But also, I wasn't going to spread myself so thin to do this birthday party in the morning and then drive an hour and a half to this birthday party in the afternoon. I just wasn't going to do that. Yeah. No, I know. And it it gets harder and harder the more responsibility you take on Mm -hmm. because
1: it's not just one more thing, right? It turns into multiple things across the span of days, weeks, months that you now have responsibility for. If you decided to coach a baseball team or you decided to do a PTO or you have to remember that things have to give, you know, you cannot just keep piling rocks on your shoulders continuously. You have to start taking some off if you're going to take other things on. And this is something else that we talk a lot around in terms of like seasons. There are going to be seasons where you cannot a thousand percent commit to nutrition and exercise. That does not mean that it should be a zero percent commitment. It means, okay, I'm going to do the very best that I can. I'm going to plan better. I'm going to prepare as much as I can. And I'm going to, you know, make the choices that I'm capable of making because we're all capable of making our choices that they're ours. It's not, you know, oh, this was the only thing to eat there. Okay. Either maybe you ate less of it or you wait until you get home. No one starved not eating for a few hours. Like, and so you have to realize that at the end of the day, It's never going to be easy either. It's going to always have trials and tribulations. You're going to always run into things where this is what I had hoped was going to happen, but then this happened, this came up. Like every single day of my life, I have a plan, and the plan usually doesn't go how I want it to go. I usually have an idea of this is when I'm going to work, this is when I'm going to do catch up and follow up emails, this is when I'm going to study. And then more stuff piles on. I get messages that I need to address or, you know, the kid gets sick and I have to go get them or whatever happens and something takes longer than I think it's going to take. And so you have to have your priorities in line so that you don't get lost in all of the buzz that goes on in every day because it's, you guys, (laughs) you are in control of your actions, your thoughts, your feelings, and your words that's about it. And if you are not taking control of those things and you are letting everything else influence you and all of the other, you know, hard parts of your day affect you and things that are completely out of your control run you, you're going to probably not live a very happy life.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's a couple of ways that you can attack take this message, right? You can take this as like they don't understand, or you can take this as like Maybe I do really need to start looking at all of these things, these curveballs they get thrown my way every day, as opportunities and challenges to overcome this frustration, this situation that is not optimal, the situation that is going to make me pivot and adjust. Because at every corner that you turn, no matter if you think this, the next three months are going to be beautiful, I don't have any trips planned, I don't have anything that's going to be really, you know, derailing me. It doesn't have to be any external force. Let me tell you, about six weeks into your protocol, you're going to be like, man, Beck and I just talked about this this past weekend. What would we give to go (laughs) without our kids and sit in a winery and not give a care in the world about how alcohol is toxic for you? Not wake up hungover the next day and just be and just enjoy, right? So- you're still going to have all of these challenges or these temptations, no matter where you're at. And so what I'm saying here is that you have to look at all of these things if you are feeling like you are dropping the ball, you're not following through. You have such high motivation on Monday because, man, I did it again coming out of the weekend, I didn't feel super you know great because I was you know bloated and gassy and puffy, and I didn't drink enough water, and maybe I had more sweets than I thought I would or whatever it is right? So you're highly motivated on Monday, but then over the course of the next few days, you start to feel a little better. You start to make these rationalizations, right? Well, then all of a sudden a curve goal, you know, gets thrown your way and you're like, oh shit, this week's already been good. So maybe we'll just order dinner tonight, right? And so you have these situations constantly, every single day that are going to be challenges. And the only way that you start to show yourself that you can pass that test is by conquering each challenge one at a time right so you have to build yourself into not a person that relies on motivation but a person that is disciplined and a person that has boundaries right and you just have set you know goals or non-negotiables as we've talked about many times before on the podcast do i feel like cooking on friday night typically i don't right so if i know that i have a limit of going out to eat one or two times a week maybe friday night is going to be that night because that's my trigger time right instead of Well, we'll go out to eat on Saturday or Sunday. Well, and Friday too, because I just didn't feel like it. Right. And now you've broken your boundaries. You've broken your non negotiables. And so it's pivoting and it's adjusting and it's constantly analyzing. Like I'm constantly analyzing. Becca heard me, you know, talking to my sister on our walk earlier. I already know where Costco is when we land in Phoenix tomorrow because there's not a Costco where we're going to be. And I need a lot of the things in my normal routine from Costco. So all you got to do is be prepared, look ahead. And This could be a month from now. If you're traveling to a conference for work, I have a client that just messaged me yesterday. I've already let the catering company know. Here's my dietary restrictions. Go you girlfriend. I've already ordered food that I can bring with me. I already found a Trader Joe's that's near my hotel. That's possible. That is a definition of taking something that might seem impossible to people and making it possible because it's a priority.
1: And those are the people that see the results. Yep. A thousand percent. You guys, there is a difference maker. And it is planning and preparing. There is a difference between those that go and take control of the situation and find the restaurants, find the grocery stores, find the gyms, and then there's those that submit to whatever environment they're in. Wing it. Well, Well, it's, no, it gives you an excuse. Mm -hmm. It gives you an excuse to be like, it just wasn't ideal. So I had my favorite ice cream that I never have. And I had, you know, a burger and fries because that was really all that the restaurant had. And I had a couple drinks, but I only kept it to a cut. Like it turns into now you're allowing these things to happen. Yes. Does the environment make it harder to make certain decisions? Of course it does. But guess what? Not impossible. It's a challenge for you. And so do you want to accept that challenge? Do you want to become that person? I have been both people. I have been the person that submitted to the situation that, oh, I'm just going to eat all the pizza. I'm going to drink all the alcohol. I'm going to, it's vacation. So that's what you do. You just eat whatever you want and you drink whatever you want. And then I've been the other person that now looks up places. Where is the closest gym? Is it realistic? Or can I maybe figure out body weight workouts or just doing more walking? Can I, you know, what alternatives can I have to alcohol so that I don't drink as much as I should, like would normally drink in those situations? Maybe I'll still have a few drinks because I do enjoy alcohol from here, you know, now and then it's not something I've sworn off for the rest of my life, but I know how I feel when I have way too much to drink and how I feel when I moderate it and keep it, you know, chill. And then I look for re- restaurants and grocery stores. I'm always at a restaurant looking at what is the best option, what what's going to make me feel the best after this, versus what do my emotions want me to do right now. That is your lower brain. Your lower brain is always thinking about an in the moment. And that is what a lot of people let influence them.
0: Yeah. Didn't we do a podcast on this in terms of your higher brain to talking about like long-term goals? It's possible. I think we did an interview with somebody on that a couple of years ago. Um, No, we did it with Lisa, uh, just not too long ago, like six months ago. We talked Mm -hmm. about that. Um, so at the end of the day, you know, I think it's just one of the things that it's okay. If you want to have a pity party for a period of time and be like, man, why does everybody else get to do these things? And you know, why don't I, or you can simply be like, I'm going to pass this test. I'm going to face this challenge head on because I know that if I make the right choices, I'm going to feel better afterwards. And I'm going to be proud of that. Just had a client conversation yesterday, like made it through a weekend without some of her most triggering foods. Now we have evidence. She proved to herself, I can make it through the weekend without caving. So guess what? The next two, three, four times that she does that, it gets easier and easier and easier. And all of a sudden it's not going to phase her anymore. The thought of those things isn't even going to be something that is a trigger, right? Um, And so We've, we've mentioned this on a couple of podcasts previously. The only way that you build your confidence is by giving yourself proof that you can do the things that you said you're going to do and you can actually follow through and keep the promises that you make to yourself, maybe to a practitioner or a coach or whoever else it is for accountability, right? We have a lot of people right now tracking very meticulously because they need that accountability that they got their steps in, that they drink all of their water, right? I know for me, if I'm answering to somebody else, I don't want to put on there that I didn't reach my goals. So I make it happen. And it feels like a lot in certain seasons. And we're going to talk about that in some upcoming episodes in terms of, you know, push seasons. And as the season change here, you know, in the next couple of weeks with people going back to school or kids going back to school and, you know, maybe you have more time to yourself back as a mom, you know, or whatever that looks like for you, maybe this is your push season. Maybe this is the time that you really realize, okay, I haven't done my best, my absolute best this year yet and I still have time and I'm going to make a goal for the next eight to 12 weeks to really make it a season of prioritizing the things that I know need to be prioritized and buckling down and getting it done. And so just remember today, the whole point here is only you, even if you have all of the answers, no one else can do the work for you. The ball is in your court. It is your choice what you're going to do with it. Are you going to throw it away? Or are you going to play the game?